0: And welcome to another rousing edition of trending topics of BB I am your humble host Brooke Brown hence the BB well we are back for another exciting episode there has been some updates to trending topics of BB as well as BB media Industries that houses trending topics with BB For one uh, this episode is now going to be available on YouTube which is youtubecom saxy 15 that's youtube.com slash X axy X y15 5 uh, that will be premiered on October 23rd or depending on whenever you listen to this episode it's already on YouTube. It is also available on Trending Topics with BB Facebook page. It was a live stream to begin with uh, so definitely check out the video forms of this episode. Uh, also uh, some updates yeah as we're seeing uh, BB Media Industries and Trending Topics BB have been in the works, and I'm lucky before I get to introduce my guest, I want to remind you to log on to the website, which is TrendingTopicsWithBBPodcast.com. There you can go to the link uh, where else to find this podcast, obviously you're listening right now, but wherever you're listening to this podcast, please leave a favorable rating or comment, it helps this podcast be found by other listeners, and it really helps me out. And then if you are on the website please make sure to uh, check out the merchandise page Uh, there you will find all kinds of different items with the podcast logo attached and it helps me out tremendously if you order something in merch form and gives me a little bit more support so thank you to all of you that have left reviews out there as well as uh, i've had some people buy merch but if you want to support this podcast In any way, please. Those are some options to do. So, well, uh, in the beginning of 2020, I had the privilege of uh, sailing on my first groove cruise after trying to be on the groove cruise for five years. Uh, I spoke about my experience, why I think anybody that is into electronic dance music in any form should uh, make sure to make that cruise at least once in their life. But in doing so, I also met my guest of this podcast, the CEO founder of Wet Travel that uh, puts on Groove Cruise, Jason Pakuma. He and I spoke about the Groove Cruise experience, the other sailings, uh, Wet Foundation, which is a great uh, 501c3 nonprofit that helps people through the community that uh, these cruises go, the, the destinations. We talk a little bit about that. We talk about kind of the the current updates with the cruise industry and more. So, without further ado, I'll give you my wonderful chat with Jason.
1: Great. Well, welcome, Jason, to Trinity TV. As you see there, I put the lovely uh, Thank you. <laughs> uh, link to Wet Travel. But for the listeners out there and the viewers that will see this later, uh, kind of give a little bit of background about Wet Travel, and because it's been around for a while and we've done <laughs> 30 sailings and um so before we get into the nitty-gritty of how we met on the group cruise uh let's talk about wet travel as a whole
2: okay so i started it 16 years ago getting a group of friends together to go on a cruise and wet means to excite or to stimulate in the dictionary and basically i was always bored going on cruises because they're all families and old people and the music and the nightlife wasn't exciting to me by any stretch of the imagination so i just dream and vision of what it would be like to have a whole cruise ship, good friends, good people, and really good music. And so I put a business plan together to charter a cruise ship in five years. What that means is basically renting the entire cruise ship. industry. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any resources. I just put a business plan together and I was going to double it every year. So the first one was 125 people. The next one was 250. The next one was thousand and the next one was 2000. So that was my goal that if I did a good job and exceeded expectations, that it would double, and so you know, one person would bring another person and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, long story short, it didn't happen exactly like that, and uh, organically grew it uh, eventually to a full ship charter in seven years. And what a full ship charter means is renting a cruise ship, Phil Caribbean, Carnival, uh, Celebrity, Norwegian, Princess, and so forth, and their two to 4,000 person experiences for three to seven days. And then we transformed the ship into a once-in-a-lifetime experience, such as Groove Cruise, which is electronic dance music, which is where I met you, Brooke. And uh, we've also done salsa cruises, rock cruises, heavy metal cruises, zen cruises. have been involved in country and some other ones as well. So it's been an interesting ride. I've been involved in over 40, I think 43 or 44 music cruises to date it's in the last six years. And it's been a it's been an interesting ride, and here we are in coronavirus times, <laughs> where the whole industry shut down. Yeah, so it's been it's been yeah it's been a, it's been a roller coaster.
1: <laughs> right. Well, before we get into bring the mood down for a second, um, have you seen in your 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 journey uh, the demand for like music charter cruises? increased because I was into cruising but then I've been on a couple charter cruises now and I don't think I could do a regular cruise. (laughs) Um, So have you seen because of festivals and just what has been created it become more popular over the years?
2: Yeah definitely you know it started I don't know 20-25 years ago with some jazz cruises or something like that and it's it's absolutely boomed and before my business, I used to be a tour manager, taking groups of people on motor coach tours. And I used to read evaluations about, about what makes or breaks your vacation. And I came to the conclusion after reading, I don't even know, probably a thousand evaluations that what makes or breaks your vacation has nothing to do with where you go. It's all about who you're with. And that was the premise of wet travel and our whole uh, basis of what we do is bring together like-minded communities of it happens where you've got all people that are interested in electronic dance music or all people that are interested in salsa music or all people that are interested in rock music and that's where the magic community of people the the camaraderie the like-mindedness the love of and passion of that particular style of music or uh, that the other lifestyles too we have a board game cruise coming up and uh, some other non-music oriented cruises so whatever community of people when you're on a cruise ship uh, it's just so much better than any festival, conference, concert, just because you have an artist fan interaction. So you're so close to the artist You'll see them in the buffet, you know, in the <laughs> every every time. Right. Sometimes. And that's kind of one of the things that makes it unique. But there's there's a bunch of reasons why crews are, there, but there's that's that's definitely way value as well.
1: And I guess I know we're in a really unique time now. And but what have what has surprised you about? the experiences you've had on the many different cruises
2: you've done. What has surprised me? Well, there's, there's always surprises. That's kind of the fun of being in the travel industry. We're dealing with hundreds and sometimes, you know, hundreds of thousands of moving parts. And there's just so many things that can, that can happen, that can go wrong with missing ports, with, um, yeah there's just there's just all different kinds of stuff but what's what's surprised me i guess is just the the love of community and the love of of just groups of people that are that are like-minded and and just love to have fun and love to vacation together and yeah it just it just creates really an experience that's unlike anywhere anywhere in the world and at a normal festival you've got long logistical lines getting in and out or food isn't very great or um you know half hour hour back to walk or drive back to where you're staying and then coming back again where on the cruise ship it's a 3 minute walk back to your room it's a 2 minute walk to get food at any hour of the day and it just takes all of the logistical challenges out of out of the normal festival world and that's kind of what's been surprising surprising me the most is just just i guess the the love and camaraderie of people that happens on board the ship
1: and yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that, like, I had been trying before this year to join the group for many years, but my job always got in the way, and finally I made it happen. Um, awesome. So, yeah. So what I was telling people this year, and why try, well, I'm trying to get the word out to people that, you know, I was trying to wait out and see what they're going to do for next year and why it's different is literally the camaraderie that I felt with fellow, like, minded music lovers like myself. And it's different because I've been to other festivals, I've been to EDC, I've been to many other options, but it's not like the Groove Can you, I don't, <laughs> know, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why Group is just has well, the number one right now in my book, because, is it because we're all on the ship and because we're there, we know why we're there and it's not any other factors that you've experienced?
2: Yeah, and I think there's there's a lot to that, it's a, you know, safe, judge-free zone. I mean, there's cameras everybo- everywhere on board the ship. Health is a big focus obviously going forward right now. It always has been on cruises. Uh, health on cruise ships has always been, to me, way safer than any airplane or hotel or anywhere resort that I've been to. I mean, they're they're always you know wiping down everything everywhere and uh, making sure that they're taking extra precautions. Everybody's background checked by US Customs and Immigration. I mean, that doesn't happen at any festival anywhere. And uh, you know, if you have a warrant out for your arrest or different things like that, you won't be allowed on board the ship. So it's very safe, and I think that just kind of makes people feel comfortable to be who they are, wear what they want. The costumes I think are really unique because uh, because you're so close to your room, uh, we you have a day theme and a night theme, and people really get into that, and they plan these costumes for months, and it's just a lot of fun and. A lot of times when you're in your hometown, you're kind of in your clique, your group of people, or maybe some of the festivals that you go to, you, you go with, you know, five, 10, 20 people, and you kind of stay within that group the whole time. Where are on a cruise. I feel like your guard is kind of down. That's super fun and super safe. You're meeting lots more people and you see those people all, all over and over because it's a smaller capacity, whether that's 2000 or 3000, or what would have been this past weekend, 4000 out of LA But it got canceled. Our uh, biggest one yet. Um, you know, you see the same people over and over again, where at a festival, when you've got at EDC, you've got 100,000, 200,000 or 400,000, whatever the numbers are, which is crazy. Uh, you know, you're not gonna see the same people over and over again, generally. So when you see the same people in the morning and then the afternoon and then the evening, and then you see them again, and you just really have, start to build that rapport and I think that's that's one of the one of the several reasons why there's just such a different like love. And we have a very high repeat factor, too. So 70, 80 percent of the people that go on group crews have been before. And I think that's that's something that also makes it unique. And and the community kind of uh, looks out for each other and looks out to make sure, hey, you know, somebody's d- does looks down. You know, they're they're not having a bad time right now. And they go over there and, and just kind of take care of each other and, and make sure everybody's having the time of their life and, you know, everybody's having a good time. And I think that's that's part of what's been built over the last uh, 16 years with Groove Cruise as the community.
1: Right. And I think another unique thing that I really enjoyed being a part of this year was the the excursion for Wet Foundation. Can you talk a little bit about oh, establishing yeah. that and, and why that's become such an integral part of Groove Cruise and maybe other sailings?
2: Absolutely. So, I've always had a charitable component since I started the company 16 years ago. And I've always given money to different charities and foundations. And after many years, I kind of got the feeling that the money that I was giving wasn't going to the end user, which was the kids and uh, other organizations that we were benefiting. So, I decided to start up my own organization where we actually know where every single dollar goes to we work with orphanages and schools or um, Salvation Army in the destinations that we go to. So whether that's Mexico, Jamaica, Bahamas, uh, so forth like that. And we, we ask them what they need. So they need a new roof. They need a new uh, appliances. They need a new desk. They, they had their air conditioner stolen, which just happened to the school that we worked with earlier this year. Uh, they need new paint. They need uh, f- you know food for the kids. Uh, they need school supplies. They need uh, clothing. So we work with all of the people that come on board Groove Cruise to bring those items that they need, whether that's school supplies or, or clothing, maybe you know they have kids and they have extra things like that. Sometimes they purchase it. And then we bring that uh, on the ship and then we have uh, volunteers that pack up bags and then we deliver them to the, to the orphanage or the school generally. And then we put together an experience there as well. So um, whether that is uh, painting we've done at the school or we painted a whole mural on the wall, We've done uh, a few other things at the school. So I'm trying to think of dance parties, uh, you know, just feeding the kids, uh, giving them gifts and and just really sharing with them the the fun of, of dance music and the aliveness of it and the community really gets behind it. And it's it's a lot of fun, but hopefully we're leaving more of a, uh, you know, wet foundation is the name of the organization .org, and it's a 501 C3. So it's a public organization. Um, you know so it's all transparent in terms of where the where the money goes and so forth and every dollar that's donated we you know 100% of it goes to the to the kids or the facilities that we that we're working at with so we don't generally give any money to organizations we actually buy them things so if they need a new refrigerator we buy them a refrigerator if they need a new playground we buy them a playground um and uh so forth like that okay. so yeah it's been very it's been awesome we had our biggest volunteer group on this past one think we had 60 in Costa Maya and it was, it's always challenging in these destinations. And sometimes the communication barrier uh, can be challenging too. And um, doing business in some of these third world countries can be challenging, but uh, it was, it was a great experience for those people that went for sure. And that was Brooke.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we cleaned up the, the school, the trash, we talked to some of the kids. It was, it was really great. Um, yeah. Yeah. So along those lines, during this year because of things shifting you you have partnered with twitch to do cat Mm -hmm. fever which has been helping people in need through wetland foundation can you talk about that
2: absolutely thank you for bringing that up so earlier in the beginning of all this in march i basically watched our business die <laughs> and we go you know we were the first industry to get shut down we're still the the last industry that's probably going to start back up again hopefully in in november uh well, yeah hopefully next month per the cdc or december and so you know i was depressed in the beginning and watching kind of this baby that i that i built over the last few few years kind of wither and 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 not do very well and i just tried to think about, you know, yeah, I'm struggling, but there's people that are struggling a lot worse than I am. And I had this epiphany of, you know, I have this foundation and we started doing these live streams and then we decided to create a COVID-19 relief funds. And we had over, we've raised over, like right around $50,000 to date, and we've paid out over 250 grants. And the cool thing about that is uh, there are people generally within our community or, or someone's family member within our community, and something like that so it was it was really cool to be able to give back to our own community not necessarily there's anything wrong with other charitable organizations but just to know exactly where every single dollar is going to. it's not going to overhead uh, you know and and some of these other organizations where uh, they're raising money but they it may stay within the dance music community and um you know, benefit our fans, our artists, our people that are actually struggling in the hospitality industry and so forth. So it's it's been a it's been a blessing to be able to be in that position to become a partner with Twitch, and kind of pivot the word of the day from doing you know sailings at sea to doing virtual sailaways online, and then now the cabin fever, which we started, which is a more consistent consistent thing on Twitch. <laughs> and Amazon Music has got behind us too so it's been awesome it's been an interesting ride for sure it wasn't our specialty but uh you know it's it's been fun fun seeing everybody gather together online from all around the world really
1: yeah i've had a blast popping in when i could <laughs> all year. Um, awesome thank yeah. you for that so i know you recently had a facebook live to kind of update the community about what's happening with the, mm-hmm. the cruise and I know we're waiting to kind of hear with the CDC, like you just had, but yeah. overall what I noticed, um, you know, cause I, I want I, to like help friends kind of take the plunge to go and, and I, as an affiliate. So we're like, I don't know. I don't want to say like, I know there's more to it than meets the eye, but I noticed that there's just been a positivity with people understanding what's going on and, and looking forward to whatever can make group cruise happened in 2021 or whenever um so are you seeing an overall like community positivity towards whatever can be done
2: yeah so i think there's been a lot of negativity in the beginning from march on about the cruise industry and so forth um this is the first period in time where i've been seeing finally some positive information and some some moves from you know the CDC, the White House, and and the cruise lines finally collectively getting together to make a proposal based on what's been happening in Europe because the ships have been sailing in Europe for a month or two now. I think some of the bigger ships, uh, and have been pretty successful. So, utilizing everything and all the data that they have now, and how can we get back to sailing um, safely? And so there was a 74 point document of called the Healthy Sail Panel put together by Royal Caribbean, which owns Celebrity, which is uh, who we're supposed to be sailing with in January, and uh, Norwegian Cruise Line. And that was adopted by CLIA, the Cruise Line Inter- International Association, which pretty much represents all the cruise lines, uh, the, main, the main cruise lines around the world. And there's different points to that, such as COVID testing every person before they get on board the ship, Temperature scans throughout the ship, and obviously getting on board, uh, t- testing staff repeatedly, um, and uh, there was a whole tracking, and there was there was a whole bunch of things like if someone gets on the ship that that does get diagnosed with COVID, you know, how do you quarantine them off? How do you um, uh, keep it so it doesn't you know have an outbreak on board the ship? And the cruise lines have been dealing with coronaviruses for for many many years, such as the norovirus is one in particular. Um, which is like a pretty contagious stomach flu. And it happens on ships, it happens in schools, it happens in malls, it happens in hospitals. However, the only venue on the planet, well at least for the United States, that has to report those outbreaks is cruise ships. So you may never know if a school has a coronavirus outbreak even though you're sending your kids there. You may never know that a hospital has an outbreak even though you have family members there. You may never know that a mall has an outbreak even though you're shopping there because they don't have to report it to the CDC and it's not public information. Where cruise ships do, they have to report it and it's public information when there's a certain percentage of people that have a norovirus or ass- assuming corona coronavirus, the COVID when it comes out. So they have protocols in place to quarantine people and so forth like that if they're showing symptoms and testing on board the ship. So I'm very confident that the cruise lines will have a have – a, Great plan in place that's gonna make it as safe as safe as possible to, um, you know, to sail. Hopefully next month the CDC no-sail order ends October 31st. So hopefully we'll have an update on that very soon. And then the cruise lines are supposed to start sailing in November or December as of right now, but that's been pushed back. So that takes us to group cruise in January, which is supposed to sail the 7th through the 11th. But uh, we're kind of on notice if that is not able to happen. Or if the restrictions are are too stringent where it doesn't make sense, we may move it to April or it could be January 2022. So that's kind of uh, what we're waiting to hear back is exactly what's going on because there's been a lot of uncertainty in in the world, but also especially in particular in the cruise industry in terms of exactly what's going to happen and what it's going to look like.
1: Right. And I mean, obviously I could, I've been trying to tell people that for the if you're gonna do something, I feel more comfortable actually going on a cruise than going to Vegas right now. Oh
2: hundred percent be because everybody you're walking around in Vegas could you notice and they're not gonna be tested. Everybody on the ship's gonna be tested. And you know they're gonna be temperature scans and there's gonna be these things and there's gonna be sanitation all over. I mean that's just not feasible to happen in these giant uh, giant resorts in, in Vegas. Or airplanes. For crying out loud, I just flew last week uh, for my niece's birthday in L.A. There wasn't one empty seat on the entire plane, both directions. It was it was crazy. It took four flights. There wasn't one seat open on any of the flights, and people sitting right up right up next to me on both sides everybody's got masks on, but it's just, but still it's, you know, and they talk about the filters on the ships or something. The cruise ships are also coming out with those filters. MSC just announced that that yesterday or something similar. I don't know exactly. I'm not, I had, didn't catch all that, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of odd that, that there's certain types of travel travel that's open right now and not cruises, but that's, that's, uh, is what it is.
1: <clears throat> right. So, so can you like like what makes you the, the group Crew so unique is what we kind of touched on and i kind of want to go over this because i spoke about it when i did my recap earlier in the year on the podcast about the artist experiences like we talked a little bit about how you, yeah. you know, can run into your favorite dj or artists on board but talk about how the fact that like there's activities and there i mean it's just it's so unique i never thought like i would be playing basketball with martin schultz and a bunch of people like, that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like yeah it would talk about like how that's evolved on the group cruise and how it's made it unique to other experiences
2: yeah absolutely so because we have a smaller group and there's so much things to do on a ship i mean a cruise ship is not just about like you know partying and, and eating i mean there's so much more to a cruise experience there's so much activities and venues on board the ship. So we try to engage the artists and make sure that they have to do one activity. When we book them, we give them a whole list of activities that they can choose from, from (laughs) a dumpling making class that Q Ryan did to a a wine tasting that that Fatum did to uh, meet and greet that Above and Beyond did. Uh, I think Cascade did a meet and greet too. So yeah, so they all do some type of thing, whether that's basketball with Market Schultz that you mentioned. Uh, it was made at a soccer tournament with um, Dash Berlin, and some of the artists take part in the Wet Foundation experience. So yeah, that's that's something that is very important to us because most artists, when they play a gig, they get into the gig, you know, 20 minutes before their set. They play their set, they leave, and they're kind of in and out. Maybe they have a quick meet and greet or something, but that's that's what an artist does at a festival. Generally, that's what they do at a at a club gig and or other gig that they have. They come in, they perform, and they leave where with Groove crews they can't leave so you know we make sure to keep them busy and keep them keep them occupied and then from the guest experience uh which we call the captains everybody's the captain and the most important person and they steer the ship and that's something very core to us is is service and you know we want to make sure that those captains that the captains have a a memorable experience and sometimes the most memorable experience is not the music maybe it is you know uh playing basketball with an artist or maybe it is running into an artist in the elevator or in the hallway that they were near them in, in their room and an impromptu conversation about music or about producing or Kashmir did a whole Q&A for an hour that was really, really powerful. Um, that's, some people had some great questions and, and really strong takeaways, which just doesn't, doesn't happen at a regular regular event or regular gig so yeah that's something that's very unique about Groove Cruise and and uh you know it's we're all about moments that that people remember forever and and uh relationships and moments and uh that's what we work very hard to create
1: and well i know you know i've been on the Groove Cruise but i know you have other sailings you mentioned like the Salsa Cruise and stuff do you take that same kind of experiences on on those sailings as well and have you seen the kind of the same uh camaraderie and and fun on
2: those yeah well. <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely so they're different so the experiences might be different so on salsa cruise it, you know uh it may be like a dominoes tournament or uh, uh what else have we done history of salsa class uh zumba class you know things like that that are, that are just more aligned with that with that community of people and then you know the rock cruises we've done like uh, what was the what was the i think we did metal yoga <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> on the metal cruise we had motorhead slayer anthrax and uh that was that was awesome and i think we did metal yoga if i remember right so so yeah i think there was a q a with the artists the meet and greet everybody got a photo with with lemmy and motorhead and uh the other bands and that was really special and yeah there was a few other few other little things that we did throughout the cruise but yeah i think that's yeah that's something that makes it makes it different and fun and you know to be able to connect with the artists on a deeper level is, is really special. They're kind of like the crew, the cruise festivals are kind of like the the super fans of the, of the music industry that just more, they want to be more engaged. They want more from the artists and and that's kind of what we look to deliver with no matter what community of, of fans it is.
1: Awesome. So I know this past year, well, in 2019, you did Groove Island. Can you talk a bit mm-hmm. about the, the differences? and And I know there's, been excitement to maybe bring that back in the
2: future because everybody had a blast. Yeah, so I've done a few, we've we've stopped on Groove Cruise to Catalina, I'd say probably two, actually maybe three or four times before last year, and I've always had this dream and vision to really do an experience on Catalina uh, because it's absolutely gorgeous. It's within an hour of Los Angeles, it's in Los Angeles County. It's uh, it's like a national park. It's it's really stunning, beautiful, very cool people that live there, and it was it was awesome. I mean, we created a three day immersive experience on Catalina, and people got to experience zip lining and, and trips to the interior. And we did a beach cleanup where we found a boat in the ocean and they pulled that out. And and I don't know, there was all different kinds of interesting stuff that that went on. Throughout that experience, we did an event in the uh, Casino Ballroom, which is the largest ballroom in the in the world. There's tons of history on Catalina, with the, it's owned by the Wrigley family, the majority of it. And just to partake in that uh, and just show off the islands, show off the, the island locals are a blast that all live there. And the beauty of the island and the fishing and the snorkeling and just all the things that you can do there. Some people brought their boats from Orange County or from LA. Some people took helicopters over. It was it was very complex, <laughs> probably the most complex thing that we've done. Um, but but just because there were so many unknowns and no one had ever done anything to the level that we did. I mean, for the most part, we rented um, just about all the hotels on the islands, Airbnbs, the campground, beach club, casino, ferries, yachts, helicopters, and it was just complicated logistically and working with the local politicians and working with the the uh the mayor and the uh, city council and the police and the fire and medical and like all of these things had to be thought through and it was it was interesting navigating all those things but uh we we got through it and it was a successful event and people definitely had the had the time of their lives for sure
1: and because it was not on a ship and it was back online did you see any differences or was it still just because it was like the same people, same like-minded people having a blast? It didn't matter where it was.
2: Yeah. So I think the vibe was, was pretty similar. It was a little different just cause it's, it's more spread out. So you might have to walk 15 minutes to get from, from your Airbnb or your hotel, 15, 20 minutes from your Airbnb to, to the beach club or to the, uh, to the casino where the, where the events were. Uh, so that was really the main difference was like, you're not, three minutes away, and and if you lose your friends, they might be in a certain area, and cell phones didn't work real great throughout the island, so it wasn't as easy to track down people if you lost your little, your group. But yeah, it was a similar vibe. I mean, everyone was very positive, there for the music and the love and all of that, but it also brought out a lot of new people that, that haven't been on group cruise before, a lot, and that was exciting, for sure.
1: Right, I, I think, too, because for the people that are apprehensive about cruises, even before COVID-19, about, am I gonna get seasick? Uh, is it going to be as fun as everybody says it, that's, I think the minute you step foot on the ship, you're immediately taken care of by people. Like I, I went by myself because a lot of my people come back home canceled last minute. So, okay. So I ended up meeting a ton of people and, and mm-hmm. it was one of the most welcoming events I've ever been at. So for those that like are on the fence out there listening or watching, I really recommend it because like we talked about earlier, it's very inclusive and a safe space. So um, whether it's on a ship or at Canalita, I I recommend it. So I know we're we're kind of waiting to hear back from the government and everything that's going on, Um, but you mentioned some other sailings that are a little bit different. Um, What are you what are you seeing for different like types of, of communities uh, wanting this type of experience going forward because i think it's cool that it's you're expanding to different activities and different communities
2: yeah definitely so salsa cruise is next october so uh if anybody's into salsa music um there's another cruise that we're involved in called dice tower cruise which are just board gamers uh, that one's in february i think right now and um yeah there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we're either indirectly involved in or directly involved in. And then there's some other full ship ideas and things like that, that we're working on. So yeah, it's challenging, but it's also exciting. I'm starting to see the the tides turning a little bit. I think people are going to start to go stir crazy after seven, eight months. And, um, you know, I think, I think as soon as things are, uh, good to go whether that people start feeling safer or a vaccine comes out which hopefully we'll hear from the the vaccine which are in third trials i think there's several of them a bunch of them actually that are in third phase of trials where that's uh where they're testing tens of thousands of people so i think that information will come out very very soon probably before the election we have an election coming up so there's also you know uncertainty there
0: right. so
2: yeah that's that's kind of kind of where <laughs> where it's been in the last uh Last couple of weeks leading up.
1: Well, awesome. But before we hop off, I mean, I I put the link here for people that'll watch this when this goes back up. But uh, where can people find you on social media and um, get connected?
2: <laughs> so I'm, uh travel Jason on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well, and Twitter, which I don't use a whole lot, but. And then also LinkedIn, so Travel Jason on LinkedIn as well.
1: Awesome. Well, thank Pretty you, simple. Jason, for joining me on this episode.
2: And <laughs> thank I you so much, it. Brooke, and thank you for uh, coming on the cruise by yourself. I know it's always a little bit hairy <laughs> when you when you travel by yourself, but that's I, I like I like traveling by myself personally because it gets me out out of my comfort zone and meeting new people. And I'm, I'm just grateful that you came and that you had a good time, even though your friends didn't didn't. And uh, you know, thanks for all the support. And um, you know, really appreciate you having me on.
1: No problem, thank you.